What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. As always, I'm your host, Austin Boyer. And before we get into tonight's episode, a few quick podcast shout-outs. All right, guys. First, check out the Cult Film Companion Podcast, the Manic Pixie Weirdo Podcast, the Fan in the Van Podcast, the Crime Divers Podcast, the Sense of Shelf Podcast, the Two Mexicans One Mike Podcast, the Hill Truth, Your Daily Writing Habit, the I Seen It Podcast, the Fandalorians, the Hashing It Out Podcast, the Geek Gauntlet Podcast, the Smokers Lounge Premium 6 Podcast, the Air Quote Law Podcast, the Dirty Heels Podcast, the Sons and Shadows Cast, Decaying with the Boys Podcast, I Scream, You Scream for Movies Podcast, Two Men, No Hope, The Story of My Pet, the Haunted Tales Podcast, the Quad Pro Quo Podcast, the Films and Firm Nation Podcast, Vlog Access One-on-One, Bold Talk by Joe, the Mr. Gentleman's Podcast, and last but not least, the Chime In Podcast. All these podcasts can be found on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods, and wherever you stream your podcast. So be sure to check them out. Also, if you want to subscribe to my podcast, you can do so for only 99 cents a month. So feel free to do so. The link will be in the description. All right, guys. WrestleMania just ended. And what a shocker to night two of WrestleMania. What a great main event, though. I mean, it was it was such a good main event. So I'm honestly not complaining. But definitely a shocker. But before we get into tonight's main event and what transpired, let's talk about night one. All right, WrestleMania started off with Austin Theory versus John Cena. John Cena putting Austin Theory over in a big way. And, you know, when you think of John Cena matches, you think of big match John, you think of Super Cena and you think, you know, Cena is going to come out on top. Cena is going to win, especially on a big event like WrestleMania. But once again, Cena did his job. Cena did the right thing by putting Austin Theory over. And I thought I thought this was the right call. I do feel that this match could have been better. But, you know, honestly, John Cena is getting up there in age. Um, the chances of him putting on a match like he did you know, 15, 12 years ago. You know, probably just isn't going to happen now. So John is probably more than happy to, you know, put over Theory quickly than to put on, you know, a 20, 30-minute match. You know, Theory didn't win clean as a heel should. You know, and I, and I really think this puts over Theory in a big way because WWE is, is, is big on Theory right now, obviously. And it... It is well known that John Cena is actually a fan of Austin Theory. So it was no surprise to me that Cena put Theory over. Um, I thought this was a good opener to WrestleMania. And it's great to see John Cena back, win or lose, especially on a big event like WrestleMania. Um, you got to give credit to Cena. He's been putting over a lot of guys over the years. And uh, it's it's just great to see, you know, John doing this because John always had the reputation of not putting guys over. So to see him actually doing this is is a pretty cool thing. 
but I thought this was a good opener. Um, not the greatest match, but I mean, like I said, you know, John Cena, we can't expect him to do, you know, some of the things he did when he was you know, young in his younger days. But definitely a good opener. Um, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley, to me, match of the night. Um, next to Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. Um, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley was back and forth. Um, there were many points in this match that I thought Charlotte Flair could actually retain and walk out of the arena as women's champion. Um, but this w- was a great match back and forth. Uh, Charlotte definitely took some bumps in this match, landed face first onto the mat. You could see, you know, she had a mark on her nose where she landed face first. Um, you know, you know, this wasn't intentional. This was an accident. You know, accidents happen. I'm glad Charlotte didn't break her neck as Rio was going for that German suplex. Or, or to me, it looked like a German suplex. Maybe it wasn't, but... Regardless, Charlotte seems like she's okay. Um, to me, Rhea definitely deserves this. Rhea has been on top for so long. And these two ladies definitely put on a great main event, a five-star main event um, that, to me, outclassed the rest of the show. You know, ne- Like I said, next to Seth Rollins and Logan Paul, this was definitely a great main event. We've seen Rhea Ripley hit the riptide off of the top rope, securing the win. Like I said, there were definitely moments in this match where I thought Charlotte could walk out, especially when she had the figure eight locked in. Um, Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley grabbing the rope. Um, this, this match was definitely back and forth. Um, but it was a great match, and I honestly don't think I've seen a woman's match that good, especially at WrestleMania in such a long time. And I am not the biggest fan of Charlotte, but they they definitely put on a great main event, main event worthy match. But Rhea Ripley coming out with the win, much deserved. And I'm excited to see what they do with her as time goes on. The Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And guys, I apologize. I know this isn't in order. I know this was the main event, the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for night one. Um, I'm just going as I have them written down. Now, to be honest, I did not watch this match completely. I watched half of it and fell asleep. (laughs) But um, from the highlights that I've seen, it's great to see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, you know, get the win. Now, when you think of the Usos and the rest of the bloodline, there were rumors of, you know, the Usos holding on to the championship for a thousand days, much like Roman Reigns becoming, you know, staying the champion for a thousand days. So when you think of of that scenario, you think there's always that possibility of maybe the Usos actually retaining going into this match. You know, maybe, maybe same for Roman, maybe Roman could retain going into the main event. So there was always that on my mind. You know, what if the Usos do retain? What if they upset Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens? But, um... You know, the crowd, the pop that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens got when they secured the victory was insane. And the Usos always putting on a main event-worthy match. Um, To me, like from what I've seen, this match wasn't as good as, you know, the rest of the matches. 
but it was definitely, um, it definitely left, you know, sent the fans home happy because this is something they've wanted to see for a long time. Sami Zayn on top, Sami Zayn getting the upper hand on the bloodline finally after months and months of the bloodline tormenting Sami and Kevin Owens. I don't think this is the end of the bloodline, um, from what we've seen tonight especially. But Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens gaining that upper hand and, and winning the undisputed tag team championship is, is so big. And, you know, Sami's been a hot baby face for so long. So it's definitely good to see him capture a championship. Now keep in mind, this is Kevin Owens' first championship he's had in years. So this is big for him, especially, and it's good to see him main event WrestleMania again and actually win a championship. Kevin Owens, to me, is as much deserving of a championship as Sami Zayn. Um, and, I, and I love Kevin Owens as a babyface on a hill. There were rumors going around that you know maybe Kevin Owens could turn on Sami Zayn. You know, and like I said, if the Usos actually retaining the titles, much like we saw with Roman tonight. But I I am surprised, but I'm not shocked that, you know, Sammy and Kevin win night one. Leaving the fans go home happy. Um, I definitely felt that, you know, the, whoever won, won in this match would play a role in what happens in the main event. Um, but, you know, that didn't happen. So Sammy Zayn, Kevin Owens, they win both titles, honestly. I, I wished it would, it would just be for, the, you know, one of the titles instead of both of them. As they are continuing this double champion, you know, thing going down the road, but um, who knows? You know, maybe they'll split the titles up soon. I don't know, but we'll see what happens. But the Usos always putting on a great main event, as we've seen numerous times in their championship run. I'm just glad that uh, you know these belts are taken off of the Usos. I love the Usos, but it's definitely time. You know, it's. I think if the Usos would have won, I, I think there would there would have been a riot. <laughs> you know, there would have been a lot of upset fans, especially like I said, how hot Sami Zayn is as a babyface right now, and especially the you know the pairing of him and Kevin. You know, the the history between the two, you know, being best friends. You know, these these guys were always close. So this is a a great WrestleMania moment. You know, this is a great moment for both of them. So to me. Um, a great end to night one. But moving on to Becky, Lita, and Trish versus Damage Control. Going into this match, you know, when I talked about Kevin Owens turning on Sammy, a lot of people thought the same of Trish Stratus, you know. Could she turn on Becky and Lita? And surprisingly, that didn't happen. There were definitely rumors of, of Trish Stratus turning heel. I expected a heel turn in this match. That didn't happen, you know. Becky, Lita, and Trish pick up the win, um, or at least I think they picked up the win. I don't. I, I honestly don't remember. But um, you know, this this match to me was a decent match. Like like I said, you know, I would have preferred seeing, you know, Becky versus Lita or. You know, even even Becky versus Trish, than to see a you know a six woman tag match. But 
it is what it is. You know, it's good to see Lita and Trish back in the ring. Um, but like I said, I, I would much rather see, you know, Becky versus Lita or, you know, something like that, or Bailey versus Becky, as that have been, you know, a lot of the buildup over the year. You know, and, and, it, and it, to me, it just, uh, they could have went about it differently. But it's good to see, you know, like I said, it's good to see Lita and Trish back in the ring. It's also good to see Lita picking up a tag team championship with Becky, um, which was to my surprise. I did not expect Damage Control to lose the titles going into Mania. It would have made sense to have uh, Damage Control versus Becky and Lita at WrestleMania for the titles. They could have done, you know, Bailey versus Trish or, you know, whatever. But they did this differently. Um, so, yeah. But all in all, like I said, it's you know not the match that I wanted, but it's good to see Lita and Trish back in the ring together doing their thing. An okay match. You know, they had some spots in this match, but I don't know. It, I, I wasn't as invested in this match as I was the others, but it is what it is. Okay, anyways, guys, moving on. Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. This match was insane from start to finish. I am once again impressed by Logan Paul. We did get a surprise appearance by KSI in the Prime Bottle. There was a spot where, you know, Logan Paul jumping off the turnbuckle and onto KSI accidentally, putting KSI through the table. This match was back and forth with a... A right hand to Seth Rollins. What I honestly thought was going to be the end of the match. But Seth Rollins ended up kicking out and hitting a curb stomp. Several, I think several curb stomps in this match, actually. But um, this match was, was back and forth. You know, a lot of high flying from Logan Paul. A bunch of suicide dives from Seth Rollins, as usual. Typical Seth Rollins match. But once again, Logan Paul impresses me. He puts on a, a great show. And honestly, as much as I don't like Logan Paul personally, I am a fan of him in the ring. And you can definitely tell, like I said before, that Logan Paul has, has put in the time, you know, to, to become a wrestler. I honestly, I felt that this match could go either way. I kind of thought maybe Logan would pick up the win with the knockout blow. But Seth Rollins, you know, hitting that curb stomp at the end. And one of the other reasons why I figured Seth would actually win this is because Seth is pretty good at putting other guys over. And we've seen him do that in the past with Bray Wyatt, with Kevin Owens, with Cody Rhodes, you know, um, several times. So I kind of felt like maybe Seth would kind of put Logan over. All in all, even though Logan didn't get the win, he definitely looked great in this match. As for Seth, um, you know, obviously he looked good in this match. I'm excited to see what they do going forward as far as, you know, Logan Paul goes. Um, I thought Logan Paul did a great job of selling his hand injury. There was a spot in the match where, you know, Seth stomped on Logan's hand. And Logan Paul actually sold that injury throughout the match, and I thought he did really well. But this match to me next to Charlotte versus Rhea was match of the night. These are my top two matches. 
but definitely a great match. You know, Seth picks up the win, kind of putting an end to this feud. Hopefully, as I believe that Logan Paul, he only has a contract to do certain pay-per-view events. Um, from what I believe, I don't know if that's true, but from what I've read and heard, you know, that that's a part of his contract. So hopefully we'll get something from Logan Paul soon again. It is a shame that Logan Paul actually loses on his birthday, so especially at WrestleMania. So that's kind of crazy, but all in all, I think Seth needed this win as he's lost a few times at WrestleMania. Um, so this is definitely a big win for Seth. And I, to me, this is like Logan Paul's first major loss. Yes, he's lost against Roman, but to lose at WrestleMania, especially I think when he won last year with The Miz, um, it's it's not a blow to him. It's kind of a shocker, more of a shocker to me. But I, th I think Seth did well. I think they both put on a great performance. Uh, definitely a match of the night. So I do look forward to seeing more of Logan Paul in the future. But to me, a match that wasn't matched tonight, guys, <laughs> was uh, Ray Mysterio versus his son, Dominic, for the first time ever, father and son at WrestleMania. Now... This match, to me, I felt, uh, you know, was decent. You know, we've seen Ray do his high-flying moves. We've seen Dominic um, do some moves and do do some moves himself. You know, we've seen uh, Ray's mother and Ray's daughter get involved. You know, Dominic uh, pouring a cup of whatever he had in that cup onto his sister and then taking advantage of a beatdown on Ray. Um, but all in all, I thought this match was decent. I'm kind of just happy to, to see them put this feud to an end as this is kind of drug on for, what, the past six months. Um, it was kind of funny to see Dominic's entrance into this match. Um, obviously, they, they, you know, they made a big deal in this storyline of Dominic getting arrested and serving hard time. We've seen... The um, prison truck uh, bring Dominic to the ring, uncuff his cuffs. We had Dominic had a Rey Mysterio mask on, and what was a Luchador style gear and Luchador mask. Um, so I kind of thought his entrance was you know kind of funny, kind of silly. Um, Rey, Rey Mysterio's entrance obviously was much better, paying tribute to the late great Eddie Guerrero, coming out with his theme music, you know, the Wolf Rider. And to me, it was just great. Um, Rey Mysterio hit the 619 at the end and picked up the win, celebrating with his family, his wife, Angie, and his daughter, which I thought was a great end to not only this match, but you know, a, to somewhat a great storybook ending for Ray, you know. Um, going into the Hall of Fame, you know, facing his son, which I'm sure, you know, was something that Ray may, maybe had on his bucket list as as well as maybe Dom did. I also thought that this match was a great way to put over Dom as a heel. Um, and I do I do think that it, as time went on, I do think that uh, Dom is well over as a heel, especially, you know, attacking his father, you know, you know, disrespecting his mother in terms of that. Um but I do think this this 
this feud, you know, kind of put Dom over, over as a hill. So I do think that does Dom a good favor going forward. Um, but all in all, like I said, I am happy that they put this feud to rest and that Ray actually gained the upper hand. Honestly, I think if Dom would have won, I don't think that would hurt. Um, and I and I got I kind of had a feeling that maybe Dom would actually win, being that you know, Ray's had his moments. There's very few single matches that we've seen of Dominic, especially at a at a at a arena like WrestleMania. So I kind of felt like maybe Dominic could actually win this match, but you know Ray. Pulling off some, you know, good moves. You know, Dominic hitting a moonsault, a standing moonsault, you know. Um, and the 619 even to his own father hitting this frog splash, which I thought could have been the end, but Ray actually kicked out. Um, like I said, I, I think that, you know, Ray definitely put Dom over as a hill. So, okay match to me, but definitely wasn't match of the night. Definitely wasn't a... Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins level match. Wasn't a Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley level match. Um, but, you know, the only good thing I can say is that I'm I'm happy that this match was put to an end, that this whole feud is put to an end, and they can move on. Okay, next up, guys, we have Strowman versus Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders. This match was all over the place. Um... Definitely a lot of finishers, a lot of high flying. We've seen Ricochet hit a um, moonsault off the turnbuckle, a high moonsault, man. I mean, this was the the height of this moonsault was amazing. We've seen Strowman doing his thing. We've seen him t- get taken out by uh, Angelo Dawkins. I mean, he he got taken out pretty hard from what I've seen, but. I'm disappointed in the in this match a little bit because I felt like the Viking Raiders, as much build up as they had going into WrestleMania, you know the vignettes, uh, the build up since their return, um, I, I felt that they you know, they should have actually won this match. As as well as Alpha Academy, you know, um, Otis is entertaining as hell um, to me at least. Strowman versus Ricochet, I'm not too uh, fond of as I feel that they could be doing a lot more with Strowman. As a singles competitor, obviously, they have no clue what to do with Strowman. And the same can can be said about Ricochet as well. As gifted as he is as a performer, I definitely feel like he should be a little more... Uh, he should be, you know, in a, in a singles match with WrestleMania, not just a... You know, not, not in this whole fatal four-way tight match and and in a match that really means nothing um and these type of matches you know it's good to see the street profits pick up the win as a much needed win as you know there has been no uh momentum for the street profits recently hold on guys i'm gonna take a quick drink i hate to stop in the middle of this but my mouth is actually getting dry. <laughs> so hold on one second.
But yeah, I definitely feel that um, like Alpha Academy could have won this. It is definitely good to see the Street Profits actually gain momentum as we've seen the Street Profits lose time and time again. Um, it's actually funny that they've actually put them in this match because, like I've said, there's no momentum for the Street Profits other than Montez Ford um, putting on some great entertainment in the element, uh, Elimination Chamber, as he did. And like I said, Alpha Academy, Otis is entertaining. I feel that they should have him um, and at least the Tag Team Championship role, but that doesn't look like it's going to happen. We did see Chad Gable give a German suplex to Braun Strowman, which was insane. The uh, the amount of strength of Chad Gable. And I do think Chad Gable is entertaining as a heel, as a performer. Um, I'm just glad he got his first name back. He went from Chad Gable to Gable, you know, to Gable to Chad Gable. You know, it's just ridiculous, but... I do feel that he he you know is playing a good role as far as a heel goes, and Otis is entertaining as he always has been. You know, from his days as heavy machinery, even as a heel, he's still entertaining. Um, for a while there, I I I, I did think the Alpha Academy were actually baby faces, but apparently they're still heels. So, um. But yeah, uh, as far as the Viking Raiders go, I definitely feel that uh, all the vignettes, you know, all the the hype behind them, um, they definitely could have won this match. I I, I do feel that it could have went to either team as far as you know, other than Ricochet or Strowman, as they were kind of you know the alpha dog in this match with Strowman, you know, being the bigger guy. You know, many people would probably bet on Strowman and Ricochet to win. But it's definitely great, you know, to see the Street Profits actually win because they are the last people that you would actually think would win a match like this. As they are always the ones to lose. But it is it is good to see them actually win this match. As far as the Street Profits go, I've always said I would like to see Montez Ford actually go on a singles run. As he is, in my opinion, the more talented of the two. And I, I feel like... Him being in the Street Profits tag team run really isn't doing him any favors when they constantly lose. There's no momentum for the Street Profits as a tag team. This is the first time we've actually seen the Street Profits look good, especially at a big event in a long time. So I, I do feel that the Street Profits, this is you know something they needed. But you could say the same thing for the you know for the Viking Raiders as well. So I don't know what they will actually do with these teams going forward. Does this mean that the Street Profits will get a tag team title shot? Does this mean, you know, what does this mean? Because I I don't see the Street Profits going up against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn just yet, unless it's a you know televised match. For, not you know not for the titles, but I I do feel like Kevin Owens. And Sami Zayn being baby faces, they're going to want to put them up against heels. So I could see them going up against Alpha Academy, maybe the Viking Raiders. But the Street Profits, you know, I don't see that happening. So unless the Street Profits, you know, can can build on their momentum going forward, I don't see this one actually doing much for any of these teams as far as giving them, you know, just giving them the WrestleMania moment. But it is good to see the Street Profits pick up the win. So, you know, there it is. 
But night one to me, I think, was a little bit better than night two, in my opinion. Just for, you know, the matches, you know, we did see a surprise match between The Miz and McAfee, which, in my opinion, was not needed. Now, I am a, I am a Pat McAfee fan, don't get me wrong, but I felt like that, ma- you know, that match could have been used to put somebody like LA Knight over who hasn't had a match, or somebody like Bobby Lashley, who we saw tonight um, on night two. And they just showed him with the trophy. They didn't you know, give him a match at all. And there was a rumored open challenge for Lashley that was, and my, I guess, apparently scrapped as there was no match for Lashley tonight. But um, I definitely feel that the the Miz and McAfee segment could have been used for somebody like LA Knight or um, Bray Wyatt or even maybe Randy Orton, who was rumored to return but hasn't. So... Um, I don't understand, you know, why McAfee was in that role. As uh, we haven't seen McAfee in a while, so kind of confusing to me. I, I just, I felt that that role could have been used for someone else. Same with the whole Snoop Dogg thing tonight. I, I you know, I definitely feel that they could have done something else, you know, for somebody, especially for somebody like Lashley, who, who we saw win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, but... He he doesn't get a match at WrestleMania, um, which which is upsetting. You know, somebody as big as Bobby Lashley should definitely have a match at WrestleMania. With the momentum he had going into WrestleMania, the build up, you know, everything he he, he should have had something. And I and I feel like WWE, you know, they gave him that Andre the Giant Battle Royal win to make up for not giving him a match at WrestleMania, which makes sense. But I, I definitely feel that he should have been on the card somewhat. Whether it was to take out The Miz, whether it was to take out Snoop Dogg or whoever, you know, um, even Pat McAfee or Shane McMahon or somebody who we saw return tonight. But all in all, that spot should have been used for someone else. Um but it is what it is. You know, we still got the Raw after WrestleMania, so who knows what's going to happen. But night two guys starts off with Brock Lesnar versus Omos. And what was a not-so-typical Brock Lesnar match, to my surprise, we actually saw Omos take the upper hand and slam Brock Lesnar several times. Um, this match was crazy because I did not expect Brock Lesnar to dominate Omos like he did. I expected this to be a squash match, a Brock Lesnar squash match. But to my surprise, Omos uh, dominated throughout the whole entire match. And then Brock Lesnar picking him up at the end with the F5 and picking up the win. I kind of feel like this is this isn't the end of this rivalry. I do feel like we'll have another match down the road. Um, but this wasn't, I guess this wasn't a very long match, you know, um, as many Brock Lesnar matches are, but we definitely did see Brock Lesnar take a beating throughout this match, so that definitely surprises me as far as a Brock Lesnar match goes Um, because we definitely have seen Omos get squashed in the past by guys like Lashley and other names too, but um, thought this match was a good opener. You know, it's it's good to see Brock get a win. I am kind of disappointed for Omos, though. I do feel like he could have won this match. Omos is somebody that... He's a big guy, uh, 
but that's that's pretty much it. He's just a big guy. Um, he does have a lot of strength. But as far as you know, in ring talent goes, uh, I don't know what they're gonna do with him. I do believe this is his second WrestleMania loss. His first one coming to Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania last year. Um, but I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do with the Moss going forward. Now this could lead to a hurt business reunion. As we've seen Brock versus Lashley, we've seen Brock versus Omos, so maybe we could get a Hurt Business reunion coming. Now, a lot of people expected this to happen tonight during the Brock Lesnar versus Omos match, but they, it didn't happen. So, like I said, there's always that Raw after WrestleMania. But who knows, you know, when we'll see Brock Lesnar again, you just never know about him. You know, he's the type of guy, when it comes to big events like that, he's here to pick up his paycheck and leave. You know, these matches are quick when it comes to Lesnar, so no surprise here. But definitely cool to see Lesnar pick up that win. Okay, guys, we got Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia, Shotzi versus Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. This, to me, is another match that um, much like the Strowman Ricochet Street Profits Alpha Academy and Viking Raiders match does not do nothing for these women. Um, the only thing that I noticed in this match was that Rousey didn't do a damn thing in this match. Raquel Rodriguez looked good. She looked strong. Um, but all, all this does is put Rousey over. Um, this makes Shayna and Rousey look good. And it's funny, leading into this match, I, you know, we've seen Shayna take a loss going forward. So I, I do feel like this this, this uh, match, all it did was benefit Ronda Rousey. Um, but to what extent, I, I do feel that like maybe we could get Rhea Ripley versus Rousey in the future. Um, who knows, though. But I don't feel like this is this did anything for Liv Morgan or Raquel or you know Natalia Shotzi or Sonya or, or anybody, except you know benefit Rousey. The the one woman that really stood out to me, like I said, it was Raquel Rodriguez. Her strength is, is phenomenal. Um, I, I definitely feel like, in my opinion, she was definitely the uh, the greatest in this match. And I do feel like WWE should pull the trigger on her. She is definitely talented. I, I'm actually, honestly, too, a Sonya Deville fan. Um, as I feel that uh, she is talented on the mic and in the ring. So, you know, I've always been a Lib Morgan fan as well. As far as Natalia go and Shotzi, I haven't really seen enough to really impress me. Natalia's been around for, you know, years, but... She's always just stuck in the mid-card role, uh, never in the main-card role. But with Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, you know, um, and Rhea Ripley, there's definitely women that are on top, you know. And Natalia, to me, just was never... Uh, I was never impressed by Natalia on the mic or in the ring. Um, Natalia definitely, you know, wants you to know where she's from. You know, wants, wants you to know... The family she comes from, I get that. But other than that, she's just, to me, not very talented, not very good. Um, you know, does she deserve a women's championship in the future? Of course, because she's definitely been around. She's definitely taken a backseat to other female competitors, in my opinion. 
But like I said, uh, this match to me does absolutely nothing for uh, either either of these women, but Ronda Rousey, who did not get a singles match this year at WrestleMania, but this match definitely makes her look good. Um, now I would like to see a tag team match between Rousey and Baszler, maybe versus Lita and Becky in the future, as I do feel like Shayna Baszler does deserve a championship of some sort. Um, as I as I have always said that Shayna Baszler should be a women's champion. But obviously, you know, they're picking Rousey over Shayna, so things happen. Okay, but next up, guys, we have Gunther versus McIntyre versus Sheamus. And what, in my opinion, was match of the night. This match was back and forth with several chops, several claymores, a few broke quicks, definitely a lot of chops. Uh, Gunther doing his thing, as always. Sheamus delivering, you know, forearms, 29, 30 forearms to Drew McIntyre. Um, there were definitely moments in this match where I thought Sheamus would actually pick up the win, especially when he hit that Irish curse backbreaker on Gunther. Um, I was actually rooting for Sheamus this whole match as he would become a Grand Slam champion, winning the Intercontinental Championship. I am not disappointed with Gunther actually winning because I, this match to me was match the night. Uh, this match could have went either way. You know, if if it was going to go to anybody other than Gunther, like I said, I would have picked Sheamus. Um, but honestly, I you know I kind of thought that McIntyre or Sheamus would have walked out as you know Intercontinental Champion, especially Sheamus with the matches that Sheamus and Gunther have had in the past. Um, Sheamus definitely took a beating as always with the chops and everything else. But Gunther with delivering the power bomb to Sheamus onto McIntyre and then picking up the power bomb onto McIntyre to pick up the win. Like I said, I'm not disappointed. I am I am a Gunther fan, but it would have been nice to see Sheamus pick up the win. But to me this was match of the night. This was the best triple threat match I've seen in a long time. Um and I am a fan of like I said of both Sheamus and Gunther. And I am a fan of McIntyre too, but I would have much rather see Sheamus pick up the win. Um, but I don't feel that this is the end of Sheamus versus Gunther. I, I do feel that you know we will see another match and go down. Maybe a, a WrestleMania rematch between Gunther McIntyre and Sheamus, as WWE likes to do. You know they like to do their WrestleMania rematches. You know the, and there always could be WrestleMania backlash where we do get you know certain rematches going forward. So. There's always that possibility we could see this match again. But uh, if you don't think this is a good match, think again. Just look at Sheamus' chest and look at how red it is. But uh, Sheamus definitely put on a good show as well as he always does. I definitely expected this match to be a five-star match, and it was. If I had to rate it over five stars, I would give it ten stars because that's how good it was. But definitely match the night, in my opinion, and this match will go down as history as one of the greatest triple threat match in WrestleMania history. But that's just my opinion. Um, Bianca versus Cody. Oh, excuse me, Bianca versus Oscar, guys. Uh, I I did love Bianca's entrance. You know, having the little female dancers in the in the in the, in the entrance to Bianca. Um, I wasn't too uh, impressed with this match. Um, but I, you know, to be fair, I'm not the biggest Oscar Oscar fan. Um, 
I don't care for her on the mic. I really was never a fan of her in the ring. It is nice to see her get that title shot, you know, and have, you know, that big match at WrestleMania, but I am glad that Bianca retained. I do feel like we could be getting Bianca versus Bailey again. Or maybe Bianca versus Alexa Bliss, who was not at WrestleMania, who um, was advertised for WrestleMania, but we didn't get anything. So Bianca retaining was was definitely you know, good for me. Um, typical match, you know, typical Oscar match. But uh, Bianca retaining to I think everyone's surprise. But I am happy with the outcome. So Bianca retains, walks out. We'll see what happens going forward. Okay, next we have Edge versus Finn. Hell in a Cell. Uh, this match was decent to me. I, I, I didn't like the fact that they uh, gave Finn all these supernatural you know, powers just because he's the demon. We did see Edge... You know, hit Finn Balor with, with several shots that Finn Balor no-selled. Uh, Edge even had him backed up against the cage um, with with kendo sticks and, you know, drop-kicking Finn. No reaction to Finn. Um, there was a spot in the match where Finn actually tried to hit a coup de grace when he climbed the cell onto Edge through tables. And then, you know, Finn went through the tables. <laughs> then there was a match where Finn was actually, was a spot in the match where Finn was actually bleeding badly as, as Edge actually threw the ladder at Finn. You could see the drops of blood onto the mat. Um, medical personnel coming into the cage, checking on Finn. Finn continues, but you can see the blood dripping onto the match. It was kind of hard to tell how bad Finn was actually busted open because Finn actually had face paint, uh, the demon's face paint on, on, so it was actually hard to tell how bad the cut actually was. But this is another one where I'm glad to see hopefully this feud be put to the, put to end, um, as this has been drug on for several, several months. Edge has actually been repackaged a few times during this feud. Um, kind of cool to see Edge hit Concerto. To end the match. Um, but I definitely thought this match could have been a lot more brutal. Being a Hell in a Cell match. Um, definitely felt like maybe we could have seen some blood. We did actually see some blood. But it wasn't. Um, it wasn't actually supposed to happen. But as far as a edge match goes. You know we did see a ladder. We did see you know. A few spots with the ladder. But I definitely felt that this match could have been a lot better than what it was. Definitely as as well as you think, you know, putting a, a, a feud away and ending a feud, you definitely feel that this match could have been a lot more, you know, six months in the making with this feud. So, but it is kind of good to see it end, you know, Edge picking up the win, giving, getting that upper hand and the baby face wins. And I think Edge is actually the first one to actually beat the demon, you know, beat Finn Balor as the demon. I, I don't actually know. I'm not for sure, but I, I, I think that Edge is the first one to beat the demon. Um, 
Maybe maybe it's Roman Reigns. I don't know. But um. But yeah, uh, definitely felt that they could have done more in this match. But it is cool to see Edge pick up the win. All right, guys, last but not least, we have Roman versus Cody. And what was a surprise shocker uh, with Roman actually retaining and, and beating Cody. Now, I did say in the beginning of this podcast that um, Roman is actually approaching a 1,000 days as undisputed champion. So... I had Cody winning this match, you know, up until I heard that Roman was approaching a thousand days. But I had Cody winning this match, you know, because of his big triumphant return since his injury, the whole storybook ending type stuff that they they had building up into this feud. Um, I definitely thought Cody was going to win this match, you know. Up until the end, you know, Cody hitting crossroads twice on Roman. Um, there were several spots in this match where, you know, a great match, you know, and, and Roman going through the announce table, uh, Cody hitting crossroads, Cody hitting the Cody cutter, Roman hitting a Superman punch, you know, a couple spears, the Usos getting involved, attacking Cody. Sami Zayn coming, you know, and Kevin Owens coming and, and, and attacking the Usos. Um, definitely back and forth between Cody and Roman. Um, they gave it their all. I did not expect Roman to win this match. But to our surprise, Roman picks up the win. And what is a big shocker, because there was so much build up, so much hype on Cody Rhodes. And to me, it is just insane to see, you know, Cody actually lose. Because if I was to bet on FanDuel right now, I would bet on Cody to win it. Um, And what this means is, you know, Roman will approach his thousand days as champion. Um, So I don't know if there will be a rematch uh, at the next pay-per-view between Cody and Roman. Uh, This match, I I would actually like to see again as... Roman versus Cody. It would have been cool to see a clean finish, though, given how good the match was. You know, we've seen Sola Sokoa get involved at the end, hitting Cody with the Samoan spike, and then Roman hitting the spear to end this match. But I definitely kind of would like to see a clean finish, but, you know, you kind of have to expect this thing from a heel like Roman Reigns, and you have to expect these type of things from heels in general, so it's no surprise. I don't know... If the plan in the beginning was to have Cody win, but with Roman Reigns approaching a thousand days as champion, it kind of kind of gave things away that Roman could possibly win and retain his titles. So um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if the plan in the beginning was to have Cody win. Maybe plans changed, or maybe the the plan was to always have Roman, you know, be victorious. I don't know. But definitely a sad ending to the story that was supposed to come to an end with Cody uh, walking out with the titles. Um, And this is also Cody's first loss since returning to WWE. So that's also crazy. And it's funny because he returned at WrestleMania last year and then he loses the following WrestleMania. So that's pretty crazy. 
But there's no doubt in my mind that Cody will end up eventually beating Roman and becoming champion. Like I said, I don't know if they would do a rematch or if, you know, somebody will end up facing Roman next. You know, who knows what, what direction they'll go. But all in all, great match. Um, Five-star match, as always. We did see the Usos, like I said, we did see the Usos get involved, as we have seen in previous Roman Reigns matches. Um, But this time we saw, you know, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens join forces and get involved. Much like, you know, what we haven't seen in the past. But um, definitely a great match, you know. Definitely good spots for Cody. You could see the exhaustion in this guy's face. Um, But this match was definitely a shocker to myself and the rest of the audience in attendance. But it is what it is. You know, they they definitely put on a good show. Um, A lot of back and forth stuff. A lot of spears, a lot of Superman punches. Um, But yeah, good stuff though. Good main event. To me, it wasn't as good as the triple threat match. I thought the triple threat match was better, a slight bit better than the main event, but it is what it is, you know. At least we got a clean finish with the triple threat match. That's the only bad thing I can say about the main event is I kind of wish there was a clean finish. But like I said, you have to expect these things from a heel. You know, this is what heels do. And Roman Reigns is still your champion. But anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed this quick review. Uh, well, I, I guess I can't say quick review, 50-minute review. But I hope you guys all enjoyed WrestleMania. Definitely a spectacular WrestleMania. We still have the Raw after WrestleMania. So there's definitely a lot of surprises during the Raw after WrestleMania. So maybe we'll get a Randy Orton return. Maybe we'll get a Matt Riddle return. Even a Bray Wyatt return who... Many thought that would appear tonight during Lashley's segment, but that didn't happen. So we definitely could could see something tomorrow night. We know Bray Wyatt will return. We know Randy Orton will return at some point. I kind of expected Randy to return tonight or something to happen after, you know, Roman Reigns had won the main event, you know. Maybe I kind of thought that maybe Randy Orton would return to attack Reigns or, you know, Bray Wyatt even, but you know, nothing happened, so there's always that raw after WrestleMania. So we'll see what happens. But hope you all enjoyed tonight's episode. I hope you all enjoyed WrestleMania. I will see you guys next Friday for a new episode. And be sure to check this episode out on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods, and wherever you stream your podcast. And once again, if you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can for only ninety nine cents a month. The link will be in the description to this episode. So feel free to do so if you want. Anyways, guys, good night. God bless. Have a great weekend.